Happy Monday, everyone. Thanks for plugging into the outlet. Happy week two, also. Hopefully, last night, if you were experiencing some Sunday scaries, you were able to use some of the tips from last week to combat that. Um, this weekend, I had my roommate here, and we did some sorority crafting, and I took her to all the must-try places of my hometown, and we had a really chill weekend, so it was really nice. And when I get, uh, get back to school, definitely stay tuned for a podcast with her because that is for sure happening. We wanted to do it this week, but this weekend when she was here, but we did some crafting for a sorority because when we get back, we go right into recruitment. So we did that and, you know, just had a really chill weekend. So we really didn't find any time to record, but she is my roommate. So um, keep an ear out for the podcast um, involving sorority recruitment and also just the Meet My Roommate podcast that I have been meaning to do. So keep an eye out for that. But before I get into today's topic of the week, I want to... um, of course, let you know what I'm loving lately, which is the new segment that I implemented last week. If you haven't listened to last week's episodes, definitely go and do that. But um, thanks for tuning in anyway, if you haven't, if this is your first time. Um, But what I'm loving lately is something I actually just got done eating, and that's what inspired me to make this my, my, um, it kind of has to do with my topic, but also it's just, yeah, something I'm loving. Um, It is the Mama Cozy's cauliflower crust pizza made with real cauliflower and it's the roasted vegetable one it's the only one that i've tried because um as i'll talk about kind of in today's episode i am um gluten i have a gluten sensitivity i don't really want to call it an allergy but um, i do have a gluten sensitivity and it runs really really closely on my dad's side of the family so my, my dad has a sensitivity his mom has a sensitivity um his brother is actually Um, allergic has a disease and his two kids also have have the allergy the celiac so it might actually just be the gluten gluten allergy so not not as severe as celiac but they they grew up their whole lives like not being able to eat it or they would get really sick so um, there's different degrees of a gluten allergy but I will talk more about that once I get into um, the topic but that is why I'm trying this pizza my mom bought it for me while I'm home because um I transitioned into the gluten-free diet at the beginning of the new year, so obviously I'm home on break from college, so she wanted to be able to get me some stuff that I could actually eat, and she got this pizza, and it's just a um, normal size of like any kind of mini, uh, maybe like the Tocino's pizza, like it's about that size, so it's not huge, like you know what you'd get, like a DiGiorno pizza, it's um, significantly smaller than that, it's about the size of a basic dinner plate. but it is the gluten-free, excellent source of calcium. Um, let's see. Also, it says it only takes 8 to 10 minutes on 425 in the oven. Um, I tried it after 8 minutes, and the cheese in the middle still wasn't melted, so I did it for 10, and it was perfect. But you could even go longer if you wanted it to be, like, scorching hot out of the oven and just super, super crispy. But the thing with the cauliflower crust that I did notice, especially because this is so thin, it was so crispy. And um, even though it didn't have any meat on it or anything, which I think would be great if you're vegetarian, of course, um, it did. It still tasted really good with the veggies. It has, um, let's see, I don't know if it actually says the vegetables that it has on here. But I think it was just an assortment of peppers, I think squash, 
and all the colorful vegetables were on here. And it obviously just has red sauce and cheese and everything, the basics, but it's just a cauliflower crust. So it was really, really good. And I honestly think that if somebody was to give it to me and not tell me that it was cauliflower crust, I would believe that it was just a normal frozen pizza because it was really good. And I'm not even just saying that. Um, I know that it was, my mom got it from Aldi for $5. I was looking online and it's not coming up on, uh, for any of the stores that are common, like Walmart, Target, or anything. But if you do find it somewhere, definitely let me know. Um, DM me on Instagram um, and let me know where you found it. But I do know at Aldi they do have it because this was something my mom, my mom recently bought. So and it's super cheap. You really can't beat it. $5 and, you know, it, it was my lunch. I definitely could have had it for dinner and it would keep me full. So that is what I am loving lately. But... That actually gets me into the story time, which um, I know the aesthetic of this podcast has kind of been like very calming and like ASMR type, but today I am feeling a little mad because um, the story time story that I have for you today is actually a very negative encounter that I had with a woman at the grocery store today. And I wish that my roommate was here so I could actually, she, she literally just left like an hour ago to get back on the road. But um, I wish that she was here to explain it, the story because um, she was there when the woman had come up to me in the store. So starting from the beginning, I guess, I didn't write this down or prep or anything, so I'm just going to try to go through it from what I remember because it literally just happened like two hours ago. So, but I'm sitting on the couch eating this, you know, uh, gluten-free pizza and I'm like, you know what? I need to tell the story about what happened to me today. And you know what? I'll actually be able to have a positive from it all because this pizza is really great. But, um, so I was taking my roommate to, um, the out, like a town, like 20 minutes outside of mine to get half moon cookies, which are just like these really good, like almost like cake, like cookies that, um, she wanted to give to her, um, to her mom because she really loves them from the area that I'm from. So we were going out there and we got these cookies and everything. And obviously it's a bakery, um, and the bakery in this town really doesn't have anything uh, that's gluten-free or any kind of gluten-free alternatives besides like salad. And um, so when we went in with, I went in with her and, you know, obviously I was trying to resist just having a little bit of something, but I was like, no, I, I really need to stay away from gluten. And, you know, it causes my, causes like redness on my arms, redness and bumps on my face and, you know, like um, an inflamed like um, gut. Like I just feel like, really bad after I eat it. So I'm like, it's not worth it. But I was like, you know what? Let me shoot my shot. I'm going to ask the lady who works here. It's, it's a very old bakery, but they still, you know, they're very popular. So I think with the amount of, um, the amount of people that are trying to cut gluten out, whether it's keto or whether it's just the sensitivity, um, that she would, she would be able to, maybe this woman would be able to help me find an alternative at their bakery, whether it was just even a simple packaged cookie. So I was not looking for much. So my roommate was checking out, getting her, dozen, her half dozen of the cookies for her family. And I asked um, one of the ladies at the register, I was like, um, by any chance, do you have anything that's gluten-free? Like any of your baked goods are gluten-free? She's like, no, but we have salad. And then they kind of laughed it off. And I was kind of like, okay, whatever, not a big deal. Like, but then I was like, no, like that's really hurtful. Like there's such a stigma, I'm sure, for people that have probably grown up like with celiacs, you know, you just all of all like entirely avoided bakeries or any kind of things like that. 
But it's like, so you, like maybe you've never had that encounter or you have where you're just like, oh, I'm just really curious if you have anything that's gluten-free or something that I'd be able to have, like that a baked good. And like somebody can just be like, no, like unfortunately, like we don't have the facility to be able to do that. And the woman, after she made her snarky comment to me about eating a salad, she was like, oh, you know, we would have to build a whole entire new kitchen if we wanted to do something gluten-free. And I'm like, oh, perfectly understandable. And she's like, yeah, sorry. And kind of just like was annoyed at me. But I was like, you know what? It's, it's a common thing. Like she doesn't know, like I might have the severe allergy, but I didn't make it very like strict. I wasn't like, oh, like I really want to try one of your, one of your products, but I'll throw up if I have gluten. Like, no, it's not that serious. I just asked her, you know, I have a, you know, I have a sensitivity. Is there any way that you have anything that is gluten-free? Because I love I love their products. When I wasn't avoiding gluten, I, I, was, I was still like eating all their products and I loved them. So I wasn't this girl from, you know, a different state coming in and trying to ask for something extravagant. But I mean, some people could argue like, well, why would you go into a bakery and ask for something gluten-free? But it's 2020 people. Like you would think so they would at least be nice about it and understandable and not be like, oh, well, you can go have a salad, you know, if you don't like that. But I brushed it off and, you know, my roommate got her stuff and I'm like, well, let's look around, you know, that maybe it was lunchtime by the time we had gotten there. It was like noon. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's see. I'm going to see if, you know, maybe they have a good like salad or something. Like I'll, I'm like, I'll try something. I was hungry for lunch. So I'm like, I, I could maybe see like what they have at the deli and I'm showing her like different foods that like she can't get where she's from. So I'm like, oh, look at all these things. Like they're so good. And I overhear two girls behind the counter saying like, oh, gluten, what, what was she asking for? And the girl's like, oh, gluten-free. She's like, well, gluten-free stuff is really expensive anyway. And just like snarky little comments. And I'm like, you know what? Like, and I'm not even trying to be like, play like a victim. Like there are people that are severely allergic and I don't, me being, being like, okay, you know, I want to cut it out. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, everybody needs to accommodate to me because for years, you know, people being like born with the gluten sensitivity have had to spend more money on their food and have had to do all these things. I, one of my best friends who I know listens to the podcast, um, she has celiacs and I, she's one of my best friends and I've grown up with her my whole life. And she has had to bring her own lunch places and she's had to not eat at birthday parties or like people's houses or at like she's had to have her birthday parties at like certain places that can accommodate to her. And it's so stressful and it's really expensive but, and I'm not trying, that's not what I was trying to do was to come in and be like, now everybody needs to accommodate to me just because I want to cut it out. I'm just curious. Like, I'm just learning. So for these, these people to like be really snippy with me was, was really offensive. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make a scene because like there's, there could be somebody in this room, like in here that just, maybe they, they do have the celiac and like whatever. Like, I was not trying to pick a fight. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to leave. So, you know, we left and I was like, you know what? I'm really craving something sweet though. And I know like this is a huge city. Like we have nothing else to do. Let me, you know, Google if there's any places that have any kind of gluten-free products. And a lot of places um, are closed on Monday, surprisingly, because there are a lot of like um, local businesses, which I guess isn't very surprising. I don't know. But so a lot of places were closed. So, ooh, excuse me. There was really um, no way for me to be able to to find like an, an, a bakery that really had anything gluten-free. There was one place that said they had like gluten-free macaroons or something. But I'm like, no, I want like a gluten-free cupcake, you know, like something really rich. 
So I ended up just thinking, you know what, I have to run to the store to get some stuff for dinner tonight anyway. So I'm going to just go and see if I can buy maybe my own cake mix and I'll make it on my own. Like I'm not going to bother these people anymore. So uh, we drive back, uh, back into my town and uh, we went to one of the stores in my town, one of the grocery stores. And uh, this is where I was really inspired to make the story time. Not even the first encounter at the bakery. This experience at this grocery store in my town. And I so bad just want to say the name because it's like it doesn't surprise me that the people who shop here would say something like this. But whatever, not going not gonna to pop off. But so... I go in the normal bakery section of this grocery store and I'm like, you know what? I don't expect to find anything that's gluten-free. I don't expect to find a muffin or anything that's gluten-free. It's a bakery. Everything's going to be cross-contaminated and it's whatever, which I don't mind a little cross-contamination. If you're making something without flour in it, but it's like got a dust of flour, whatever, or dust of this or that, whatever. Like, like I said, it's not a severe allergy and I'm not going to expect somebody to accommodate to me in that way. So I'm like, whatever. So I look and there's nothing there. So finally, um, me and uh, Anna, we ended up finding like cheesecake and short cakes that, that didn't have um, gluten in them, or that didn't have gluten in them, but they were $10. So I'm like, I am not buying this. It's a little piece of cake for $10. And that just, you know, adds to my point of like, I feel so sorry for the people that actually have this allergy that have had to go out and actually spend so much money. I mean, if they're kids, I mean, like my family members, I've seen it. It's so expensive. And it's either you spend the money or you get sick. So I, I really, truly do feel bad. And I was able to say, okay, I, I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to buy that. It's not that serious. But I was like, I do want something sweet that doesn't have gluten in it. So we went over to the natural food section in this grocery store. And um, there, the one of the associates who was very, very, very nice, she walked up and she was like, because hey, we obviously looked confused. I had never shopped for anything gluten-free, like any gluten-free baking products, had no clue about it. She's like, can I help you guys out? And I'm like, actually, yeah, I'm looking for any of your um, baking supplies that's gluten-free. She's like, well, this whole wall is actually gluten-free. I'm like, oh, really cool. Thank you. So my roommate and I were standing there and, you know, I'm, say I'm saying to her exactly what I'm saying to this on this podcast of like, you know, all this stuff, you know, it's it's amazing, but um, I, I do feel bad for people who genuinely have this allergy. She's like, yeah, um, even frosting, I think, might have traces of gluten in it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. That really stinks. I, I, but I'll be able to just go and get the normal frosting. I mean, it's not that serious to the point where I need to now buy this $10 thing of frosting. I told her, I was like, I don't really have that severe allergy. I do feel, feel bad because I'm sure the frosting is significantly more expensive when it doesn't have gluten in it. And I must, I, I said something along the lines of, oh, I feel bad for the people with this, with this allergy. Like it's, this stuff really is expensive. And this older woman was standing there and she kind of just raises her hand and looks back at me. And I was like, oh, like, haha, just laughing it off, like minding my business. But she was obviously listening to the conversation I was having with my roommate. Like clearly I don't have celiacs or whatever. And she raises her hand and we kind of laugh it off. And then she, she walks away for a second and turns back and she's like, yeah, I have celiac disease. I was like, wow, like, you know, that has to be like super hard. She's like, yeah, you know, um, I, and I told her, I was like, I'm just, I'm sensitive to gluten, but so I'm trying to cut it out. She's like, well, people like us hate you. And I'm like, kind of caught off guard for a second, but I laughed it off. I mean, she's an older woman. Like she didn't really seem like she was coming off in any, any kind of way. And then she said that and I'm like, oh, like, ha ha, 
you know, like, yeah, I, I do feel bad. She's like, yeah, if I end up, if I end up eating gluten, like I'm in the hospital. And I'm like, she's kind of targeting me, like almost like I was talking to her. Like, and I wasn't saying like, oh my God, people are so dumb for spending this much money on gluten-free stuff. Like it's not that big of a deal. And then for her to turn around and say, hey, like I have celiacs, it's actually super serious. I was just saying that this stuff is expensive. So I'm not going to have to spend that money on this special frosting for these cupcakes when I could literally just go to the normal section. I didn't even go that in depth about it. She turned around and put her two cents in. And I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, like that, that has to be really hard. And she's like, yeah, you know, I make my husband eat gluten-free now. Yeah. We don't like people like you and just kept repeating herself. And I kind of look over to my roommate and I'm like, are you hearing this? And you know, sure enough, she just, she, she was giving me that look. Like I understand, like I am getting this vibe from this lady. So, and she was like an older woman. Um, she had a British accent, which is very uncommon where I'm from. So I'm, I don't know if there was just, um, I don't know, some kind of miscommunication, but um, it totally caught me off guard. And um, I kind of just went about my business. And, and it was just a whole day of kind of like a fiasco. Like I, I was kind of, I felt like I was minding my business and being really polite to these people. But, and the associate even was so nice to me and like saying like, oh, this is all gluten-free. She wasn't asking me like, oh, do you, um, do, you know, like why are you gluten-free? Like are you celiac? Is it serious? Like that is kind of why I'm making this story time and why I didn't want to like plan out everything. Like, like what I'm going to say and all of my different points. Like it is just a simple fact of like, it's point blank. Mind your business. That's what it comes down to. People can be like, I'm not over here saying like, Oh, I want to build, I, I'm on the keto diet. I want to build all this muscle, but I still want to have cupcakes. So I have to get gluten free. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being rude about anything that I'm doing. I'm actually minding my business a lot. Like doing going through this process and and maybe it's just a matter of like that is such a sensitivity to some people like that have the celiacs and I 100% if if anybody listening actually has celiac disease and, and, and can give me insight of like okay yeah what you said like we like the community of us people of us with like celiac disease gets extremely offended when when people um are gluten and are gluten sensitive or gluten intolerant or just have the wheat allergy. Like if you understand and like where my comment could have gone wrong with this woman, let me know. Or even at, you know, the bakery, like, let me know where I went wrong and how I can go about this journey without wanting to punch somebody in their face because it literally made me so mad. And I hate that this podcast today is like not soothing, but it, it just, it frustrates me. It's like somebody is trying to do well for themselves, whether it's vegan, vegetarian, um, no, uh, soy, no, you know, gluten. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like somebody's trying to do well for themselves and for you, for humankind or anybody to just make somebody feel bad just because they don't have the severe allergy that could kill them. It's like, Hey, like if anything, I feel like okay, now I'm on your side. Like I am supporting this and I, I've always supported people with celiacs. Like I've understood when my friend had, has had to come over and like I'm eating something and like she can't, she couldn't have it. Or like when my cousins would come and we'd have birthday cake and like they would be able to have their own separate like cheesecake. I wasn't ever like, oh my gosh, like how come you get to have that? Like I was always supportive of it. And it's just something that I'm recently discovering after seeing symptoms in my body and understand and like feeling how I do after I eat the gluten. Like I am, I know that that is something I'm sensitive to. And just because, I mean, yeah, after all this time, I'm now taking action when this is something I've struggled with for a while, but it's also like when you're, 
younger and you're eating all this stuff, your body can handle it. Your body can handle milk. Your body can handle, you know, all these breads and pastas and all of this, all of this, all these different things. It's just like anything. When you're younger, you're going to be able to tolerate it. But now I'm able to buy my own food and I'm able, I'm on my own in college. So I have to make my own eating, like my own decisions. So it makes sense that right now, as much as it's not it's, I'm not going through like what other people had to, like where they had this reaction when they were five years old. Like I am realizing it later, but I'm doing something about it and I'm doing better for myself and I'm not shoving it down people's throats. Like I've reached out to my friend, you know, who does have the allergy and I'm like, Hey, like, what do you recommend? And she, she, you know, she's told me like, if you have any questions, like it's really hard, but just let me know. Like, you know, you got this just motivating me. And she's had this her whole life ever since I've known her. And, but she was able to support me when I was coming out about this and like saying like, this is a journey that I want to start. So I feel like as long as I'm not saying like, oh, well, how come, you you know, you, you can eat that or whatever. Like, ha ha, I'm, I'm eating this. I can eat this frosting because it has a little bit of gluten in it. You can't like, I'm not being immature about it or I'm not trying to, I'm not giving out false information about like every time I post something on my Instagram, like, as you can see, like today I posted about the, about the pizza. I wasn't like, oh, my gluten, my gluten allergy. I was just like non-celiac. Like it's very important that you specify when you're putting when you're promoting products like this, like, like I am like telling you like, Oh yeah, this is great. If you're, you know, gluten sensitive, it's very important that you say non-celiac and you understand the degrees of this allergy. So like, and I don't even really like to call it an allergy. Like I use many different words for it, but I have been doing my research and no, I'm not completely 100% gluten free. I would say like, in the 90s, some, somewhere in that percentage, I, I am within there. And I think just cutting out these grains and cutting out pastas and all of these, like, really, uh, even buying, like, the, the mix, like, the cake mixes with, that are gluten-free, like, I understand that there is still that chance that something can happen. I'm not going to promote it to somebody who has celiac disease. And that's not even why I post things on my Instagram. It's just like, hey, here's my journey. Like, if anybody else notices that they feel like shit after they eat gluten, here is my journey of trying to cut it out. Like, I am not in any way trying to tell people, like, Oh, I, I freak out every time I have gluten. Like I could get severely sick. Like, and then that's not true. That's fucked up. Like if anybody ever does that and says like they have this allergy, like I'm, I consider myself lactose intolerant, but I'm eat, I eat ice cream and I eat things with milk in it. So it's like, it's fucked up if I'm telling people like I'm lactose intolerant and I can get severely sick. So please do not try to feed me something with, um, with milk in it or lack or any kind of, any kind of, um, dairy. I don't say that. Like, I just ate a piece of cheese. I just ate cheese on my pizza. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell people, like, this is, this is good if you're lactose intolerant. Like, if it's not, if I'm still following that kind of diet. So, that is my rant, and I feel like I'm just gonna go off on a tangent if I keep going. And I know it's a kind of a shorter podcast compared to the pretty lengthy one I had last week, but Um, just consider this a PSA. If your friends are trying to cut out any kind of, whether it's dairy, meat, um, gluten, if they're trying to cut these things out, please do not make them feel like shit because unless they're saying like, and and this is for people that are cutting these things out. If you don't have a severe allergy to something, don't tell people that it's a severe thing that like you can die from if you're not, if you won't really die from it. If it's something that you just want to cut out, it is okay to want to cut something out because it doesn't make you feel good, whether it's mentally because gluten 
actually can flare up anxiety and, de- and, and it can heighten your depression and anxiety and all of these things. It's, so if you know that about yourself and you know that that's why you want to cut something out because it just doesn't make you feel good, that is okay. You do not need to have the severe deathly allergy to want to cut something out. And if people around you are making you feel that way, and those are not people that you want around. And chances are, this place, I ended up leaving this grocery store because it's wicked expensive. And if I was to say the name, everybody would know, oh my gosh, why did you even go there for this? I understand, like, it's, it was an expensive place. So I ended up leaving and going to Aldi and ended up getting the Live, Live, Free, Live Gluten-Free brand. And I was so happy. And nobody cared that I picked up regular frosting with my gluten-free baking supplies. Like, nobody cared. So if you have friends or somebody that is trying to cut something out for their own well-being, even if it's like working out, do not bust somebody's chops about it. Like they are trying hard and if they're doing something that's good for them, maybe you should do something that's good for you. Maybe that should motivate you to think, hmm, maybe everything that I put in my body, all of these, all of these fats and these, and these um, processed foods are not good for me and they make me feel bad and they make me feel sad and de- depressed and anxious and all of these different things. Start noticing how foods make your body feel and then make those decisions. But if you realize, oh, I don't have anything wrong with me when I eat food, that is great. But other people don't fall into that category. And it might not be a severe allergy that they went to get tested for. It's just how they feel when they eat food. It is week, like going into week two of me not eating any gluten. And it's, it's not, I don't feel tired after I eat. I don't. I, I don't eat these heavy fried things. Like when I go to Applebee's, like I, I understand that everything is still cross-contaminated, but I get like the bone-in wings and I don't get the boneless wings. Like it's making these little adjustments that have helped me so much and I do feel better, but that doesn't mean that somebody else is going to feel better or anyone is in that same position. Just long story short, mind your business, go into the new year with some kind of goal, whatever it is. Like I said in last week's episodes, like just have some kind of have some kind of goal and stay in your lane. Just don't try to impose on anybody else's journey. And and who knows? I could go three months and be like, okay, I really miss bread, and just all of a sudden start eating bread again. But that is literally none of anybody's anybody's business. I probably won't do that. I feel like I'm doing really well so far, and there's enough substitutes these days that I'll be able to do it. And I went into one of the best bakeries in um, upstate New York today, and literally didn't buy anything. So I think I'll be able to do this journey and I hope to be able to update everybody um, on my journey. And I don't think anybody that follows me or listens to this podcast would give me a hard time about anything that I post. But like I said, if you are somebody with celiac disease or you're somebody with any kind of like just wheat allergy, um, any of those, just let me know. Like, let me know your perspective on this. Am I being too much about it? Like, should I reword how I say things like I genuinely don't think anything is wrong with what I'm doing but obviously I'm open to that to that criticism to make me um, go along this journey without offending anybody so that is my story time it wasn't the longest story ever but I just more so wanted to get the PSA out there mind your business support your friends pay attention to your body and your life will be great so thank you for plugging in to another episode and um, keep an ear out for episode number two of the week. Well, it's, it's the second episode of the week, not episode number two. It'd be like the fifth one. But definitely keep an ear out. Um, that should be out Wednesday. But if not, then Friday. But I should have one out by Wednesday. I have a, a surplus of ideas. So as always, 
follow me on Instagram at madeline.maolo, definitely, and let me know any ideas that you have. I hope you have a great rest of your Monday and a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon.